Pope Francis said the most beautiful thing God made, so the Bible tells us, was the family. He created man and woman and he gave them everything. He entrusted the world to them. But the family is under attack like never before. So how can we protect and heal our families when so much is trying to tear them apart? Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Cottage Grove has teamed up with St. Mary's Catholic Church in Eugene to provide a very special event, a two for one, so to speak, to welcome you and your teenagers. Coming up Sunday, October 15th, Jason Everett invites parents, teens and adults to learn about God's plan for love and the family. Jason is the founder of The Chastity Project and is joining me this morning. Hey, good morning, Jason. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me on. Well, I think every generation, Jason, may have thought about the future and wondered what kind of world are we leaving them? I feel that way about my own family, my granddaughter. And the attack on the family is great. And I feel like more than ever, families are under that attack and they're wounded and we're breaking down. How can families protect themselves? And if the family is breaking down, how are we able to protect our teenagers from the bombardment they experience? Yeah. I mean, I'd want to partially pivot the question in terms of always thinking of in terms of, uh, you know, the family's under attack, the church is under attack. Um, you know, when yeah. our, our Lord brought the apostles up to Caesarea Philippi, and he said, you know, you're Peter, and on this rock I'll build my church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Um, most Catholics have always read that verse backwards. Um, it doesn't say that, you know, hell will not prevail against the gates of the church, um, because you've got to realize gates are defensive structures. Like, nobody gets attacked by a gate. Hell is the one that has the gates, and the church is the one on the offensive. And the gates of hell are not going to prevail against the attack of the church upon it. And so that is actually what the verse means. I mean, Jesus took him to a place, Caesarea Philippi, that was actually a satanic temple. And uh, that's where they used to worship the god Pan, he was like the goat god. And there was a cave there that was considered like the portal to the netherworld, to Hades, this big this cave that water came out of. And Jesus stood in front of all of that and said, these gates of hell will not prevail against the church. And so the church is the one marching on the offensive. And so instead of thinking, oh, what's the culture going to do to my kids? Let's try to think, okay, what are my kids going to do to this culture? Like, we've got to empower these kids to influence their schools and, and their churches, and, instead of thinking, oh, what's going to happen to my kid on TikTok and on Instagram? And yeah, obviously, we've got to be aware of the threats there, because they're real. I mean, parents need to become computer literate. I mean, some parents like don't even know to, how to open an email attachment and their kids like hacking into the Pentagon's website for fun after <laughs> school. Like, we got to catch up and we've got to get our heads out of the sand and realize, yeah, like these ideologies are pressing upon the family. But then also to give them the tools that they need to transmit this message of God's plan for human sexuality. Not only is something we do. Uh, but it's something that we are male and female. And so that's the idea but what, by what we try to do at Chastity Project is give these kids the good news of chastity while empowering the parents uh, to reinforce that message at home. Being able to reinforce that message, like you said, we have got to equip ourselves. We have to have an understanding. I feel in my own family that threat has been technology and there are places that kids go to and it seems very innocent. And then before you know it, boy, kids have traveled down a road that parents were trying to chase after them to divert their journey. 
Is it possible? And maybe, of course, I can never lose hope. It's always possible with God on our side. But how do you keep kids from getting so far down a certain ideology of thinking that we're not having to sprint after them rather than we can just continue to guide them so that way they come to us first before they go to the Internet to find answers? Yeah, I think one thing that's important is to just try to keep in mind that it's not about like having the talk, like parents asking, like, when do I give my kid the talk? Like it's the kind of this chastity bomb you drop on your kid when he's 13 and it's going to like inoculate him from lust for the rest of his life. Like, no, that's, that's not how it works. I mean, you don't do that with English. You don't do that with math. You know, like, when do I give my kid the math lesson? You know, when do we have the English talk? It's like, no, they, get, they better get 12 years of formation and that stuff before they head off to college got to be the same thing with human sexuality, where you're starting early and often. I mean, obviously, in what's age appropriate for the kid, um, but it's more of a lifelong conversation. And the culture is going to throw so much junk at our kids on the billboards and commercials. We've got to, if we need to use those teachable moments to talk to our kids about this stuff, but then also to be, instead of just reactive to the culture, proactive of like, okay, what is my kid getting exposed to? For example, there's a great resource. If you're a parent listening to this, get a pen and paper out. It's from Focus on the Family. It's called PluggedIn.com. So PluggedIn.com will give you as a parent movie, television, video game, and music reviews. So if your kid you know, wants to know, hey, can I go see this movie with my friends? Can we buy Grand Theft Auto video game? Can we watch Game of Thrones on TV? Like, Can we do this? Like, uh, hold on, let me check. Then you go over to PluggedIn.com. You type in the name of the video game or the movie. And you'll get a thorough Christian review because you don't have the time as a parent to go, well, let me go watch the movie myself and see if it upholds our family values. You don't need to spend that time. And so go to PluggedIn.com. So these resources do exist. You've got that one. Um, you've got tools for like Internet safety, like Covenant Eyes or Canopy or the Griffin Router or the Bark app. Like there's a lot of different stuff out there that parents need to familiarize themselves with. And so um, Covenant Eyes, which is a great organization, created this kind of text-to-join thing that I found to be helpful. And what it is, is uh, they'll send you for free every day for a week a, a little video, maybe four minutes long a day, uh, on how to set up a screen safety for your house. Because the parents are busy, and they're like, okay, well, how do I do it on the browser? What about the router? How about these social media apps? What settings should I have on the iPhone? So if you text the word SAFE, S-A-F-E, to the number 66866, so text the word SAFE to 66866. They'll just ask for your email, and then you, you plug it in, and then you'll get a free video for the next week. And by the end of the week, you'll feel like, okay, I, I actually feel like we've got Internet safety set up in home. And so let's be reactive using teachable moments when bad stuff gets thrown on our kids' faces. Um, and then let's also be proactive to avoid the stuff from coming in the door as much as we can. Jason Everett joining us today with so much information to help fortify your faith, your family, and get your kids on the right path towards God. He will be in Eugene, St. Mary's Catholic Church, October 15th from 1.30 to 7 o'clock. This is like a two-for-one talk coming up. You're going to be combining your presentation, Purified and Gender and the Theology of the Body. Tell our listeners a little bit about what they can experience along with their teams on this special evening? Yeah, well, a lot of parents aren't quite sure where to begin talking to their kids about these delicate subjects of gender and chastity. And so we thought, okay, instead of the parents dropping the kid off and me giving a talk, let's have the parents stay. And I want the parents to hear what I'm going to say to the kids about chastity, about how John Paul taught that it can only be thought of 
in association with this virtue of love and how they can live out this virtue of chastity, staying away from pornography, dressing modestly, starting over if they've made some mistakes, choosing the right friends, and how to choose the right future spouse. Because Pope Francis said marriage preparation begins at birth. This is not something we're supposed to pull the trigger on like four months before the wedding date. That's like triage if you're waiting that long. We've got to do marriage prep for kids that are in eighth grade, sophomores in high school, so they know what real love looks like. And so we've got that first talk on chastity that does that, and then a second talk on the subject of gender. Uh, because like, if you're like me, you've got friends or you even got family members who identify as trans, and, and you're not quite sure how to navigate that. Like, am I supposed to use their preferred pronoun or... You know, they're transitioning. What do I do? Or what if I experience gender dysphoria? What does God think about me? Uh, we'll walk through all those tough things of how to really present the church's teachings with charity as well as with clarity um, without alienating these individuals and helping them to understand that their body isn't the problem. You know, their body doesn't need to be changed. It's our culture that needs to be changed. Because our culture is telling them they have to hurt their body to be their authentic self. And so it's going to be a message of compassion and love for people who wrestle with gender dysphoria, but then also showing them God's plan for their lives as well through this difficult time. Um, and so that's the presentation on gender. And then both presentations are followed up with a time of prayer for the family of Eucharistic adoration, sacrament of reconciliation. So they don't just get a motivational speech. They can, as a family, go home as pure as the day that they were baptized because of the power of the sacrament of reconciliation. And so it's not something, uh, I was at one talk recently and the parents like, yeah, we're here, but, you know, we asked our teenage daughter if she wanted to come, and she didn't, and so we didn't bring her. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you left it up to a teenage girl to decide if she wants to go to a chastity talk with her parents? Like, I wouldn't go to a chastity talk with my parents. Like, it's not something you invite. You tell hey, we're doing this as a family. Like, let's go. And a lot of times, like, one mom emailed me today. She said, yeah, I dragged her to your talk last night, kicking and screaming. But, man, she couldn't stop talking about it afterwards. Mm. And she was so thankful, and we've had so many good conversations about the stuff you said. And so that's the idea. Let's break the ice to get the conversation going between the parents and the kids. Oh, I am so excited. I'm ready to show up. It's coming up October 15th. It is sure to be a fantastic event. Jason, thank you so much. Thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you. We just ask all the listeners to please pray for the event and all the families coming. Amen. And again, that is Jason Everett. So the event is, again, coming up October 15th, 1.30 p.m. It'll be a dinner included, of course, mass, adoration, reconciliation, everything that is best for the soul. I will be sure to add information about where you can get all of the details on the podcast of today's interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.